Good morning and welcome to today's oil market update with Callum McPherson. How was your weekend, Callum? Very good. And yours? Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. Not too bad. So, as we all know, the big news from last week is Biden's victory over Trump in the race to the, the US president. It's well known that Trump was a strong advocate of the oil and gas industry. So Biden is keen to regain the environmental initiative, but if he does not have control of the Senate, what will he be able to do in practice? Uh, well, Biden has said that he's going to uh, re rejoin the Paris Agreement. That seems to be a high priority. He's talked about that a lot, so presumably that's something he he can do. Um, so a lot of the changes that Trump made were done by executive order, where he just says, look, this is what we're going to do. And, and presumably that those can be unwound by executive order as, as well. And, and so we may see a, a lot of the um, tinkering with regulations that, that Trump uh, put through and, and, and also being, being reversed and, and perhaps also some of the uh, pipeline projects that Trump had, had uh, proved being uh, unwound, unwound as well, all, all, all those obviously that have not yet actually been, been built. But um, it might be challenging for him to put that Biden, that is, to put through some of the more uh, wide ranging uh, policies that would, would really put uh, the US onto a carbon neutral path. Um, so, so, I mean, he's been talking about spending up to two trillion over time to reach uh, carbon neutrality by 2050. Um, I, I think for those kinds of things, you probably, probably would need approval of the Senate. And that, that, that this is where the challenge is going to be. Um, also, there is a lot of, of things that fall under the jurisdiction of, of states uh, rather than that can be decided at federal level. Um, an example of this is a slightly obscure um, additional political race that was underway last week. And that was for uh, the role as uh, commissioner of the Texas Railroad Commission, which in spite of its name is actually responsible for oil and gas regulation in, in the state of Texas. And the, the Democrat uh, candidate for this role uh, was proposing to increase um, environmental regulation on oil and gas production, particularly to eliminate uh, the flaring of, of gas from oil production where a gas is produced as a byproduct and, and, and it's uh, essentially just set alight rather than being channeled into, into a pipe and going into the, into the gas grid and being used usefully. Uh, anyway, it, Democratic candidate lost this, uh, this, this election and, and the Republican um, candidate who, who has been uh, elected uh, has been quite clear that uh, policies of Texans to decide and, and that they are going to continue with their agenda of, of pushing for oil and gas production and not, not constraining the industry. So clearly Biden faces challenges at uh, a number of levels, um, but his uh, commitments to completely reorientating uh, America's uh, sort of image where it comes to in environment from, as you say, Trump, who is very pro-oil and gas, to actually establishing US leadership what he's been talking about in, in environmental matters and in combating climate change. So uh, hopefully he will he will find a way, but we will need to see. Mm, okay, and Biden's victory has boosted equity markets and oil has been stronger too. It has, but only moderately so. I mean, if you look at the S&P 500 trading up to 3,500, um, 
it, it's getting close to all-time highs. Uh, Brent, on the other hand, is uh, not even near the highs of last month. Uh, so um, it's 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 a, it's a bit more of a struggle uh, for oil, although as you say, it is up a bit uh, from the recent lows. Um, but, but I mean. Oil faces other challenges. I mean, we had the news uh, this morning that Libyan output may have reached, in fact, uh, a million barrels per day. Um, uh, and, and this this is an extraordinary um, <clears throat> increase in, in outputs. And of course, at a time that is particularly unhelpful for OPEC as it's trying to deal with the uh, demand impact of, of COVID. Um, so really, oil remains in a downtrend. And and the, the, the fact is that whereas people can buy equities on the basis of uh, future growth, um, oil needs to be stored somewhere. And even if you're trading futures, you're, you're still tied into the physical underlying reality of oil. Mm, OK, and, and finally, are there any levels to look out for? Well, I think we're uh, uh, not far away for a couple of, from a couple of um, technical resistance areas on the upside, so in the 41.50 to 42 area, we've got the 50-day moving average uh, and, and also some trend line uh, resistance from the downtrend of the last few months. Um, so if Brent breaks through there, then there's a possibility of testing the October highs, which are around 43.50. Then on the downside, I'd say that really we've got recent lows, which are in the 39.50 area. Lovely. Thank you for the update, Callum. Thank you.